Ooh, that recording in progress thing just kind of scares me. Scares me half to death. And uh, it's always scary when you're giving prophetic stuff and you know it's going to be recorded. You know, so I'm just glad that it's very difficult to find large stones in the middle of London to throw at people. So uh, anyway, <laughs> all right. Well, Father God, just uh, attend to us now in the power of your spirit for the glory of your son, Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> so I've got quite a bit tonight uh, and we'll see what happens with it all uh, as we go along. Uh, I've got, uh, well, you're going to get some coughs. Apologies for that. I will try to keep it under control as best as possible. There, okay. Now I'm seeing how it's working. Okay. Well, um, 20 years ago today was the first service that I uh, uh, preached at and led worship at as the minister of City Temple. But it wasn't the first time Karen and I had preached and led worship at City Temple. Uh, that was probably uh, July the previous year, be like a July uh, 2000, <clears throat> when I was over here for a conference with a ministry we were working with, and uh, the church asked me to preach for a Sunday, and I felt like the Lord uh, wanted me to preach on uh, this, uh, this passage that I'm about to read to you. So I'm going to read the passage, give a quick commentary about some of the things the Lord's saying, uh, and then uh, I've got quite a few more words uh, to give, and then I'll end with another passage of Scripture. And we'll see how this goes. If you have your Bible, turn with me to uh, Haggai. Yeah, it's Haggai chapter 2. Uh, we'll read verses 1 to 9. You, If you've been a Christian for any length of time, you'll probably have heard this passage. Uh, or you might have read it yourself. In the seventh month, on the 21st day of the month, the word of the Lord came by the hand of Haggai the prophet. Speak now to Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and to all the remnant of the people, and say, Who is left among you who saw this house in its former glory? How do you see it now? It is as nothing in your eyes. Yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel, declares the Lord. Be strong, O Joshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest. Be strong, all you people of the land, declares the Lord. Work, for I am with you, declares the Lord of hosts, according to the covenant that I made with you when you came out of Egypt. My spirit remains in your midst. Fear not, for thus says the Lord of hosts, Yence once more, in a little while, I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all nations so that the treasures of all nations shall come in. And I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, declares the Lord of hosts. The latter glory of this house shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, 
I will give peace, declares the Lord of hosts. So when I was preaching that uh, on that day, I felt like the Lord was saying, this is a word for City Temple. Um, City Temple, where this is about the temple in Jerusalem. And at this time, um, this is, you know, the, the temple after, uh, not Solomon's temple. It's a rebuilt temple. Wasn't, uh, wasn't a, you know, a, a touch on Solomon's temple. Um, and so a lot of people, they just despised it. They said, oh, this is terrible. It's kind of like uh, looking at a building now that was kind of great in 1958. But uh, now, uh, 60 years later, not quite as great as it once was and showing a lot of signs of wear and tear and falling apart. And that's the way the temple looked. And uh, uh, and so, you know, I just felt like that there were a lot of parallels here in what the Lord was doing and what the Lord is saying. You know, and I think he's encouraging us. You know, he is saying here to us as a church, work for I am with you. You know, God's still with us at City Temple is what he's saying. He's working with us uh, and he's with us according to the covenant that he's made with this church and with his people. And also God's spirit remains in our midst. God's spirit is with us and uh, uh, just waiting to do more miracles, uh, more mighty works, and we were longing to see those. But the fact that we haven't seen them doesn't mean the Spirit's gone. It just means he's here, but we haven't seen those yet. But he's still with us, the Lord is saying here. <clears throat> and then look, yet once more, I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. And if you look at what's happened in the last 20 years, God has been shaking uh, everything that can be shaken. She's shaken the heavens and the earth, the sea and the dry land. I mean, we've seen that since July of 2000. We've seen 9-11. Uh, we've seen the Iraq war. We've seen Afghanistan. We've seen Libya. We've seen Syria. We've seen the tsunami. We've seen uh, a number of earthquakes. Um, we've seen hurricanes, uh, several hurricanes in the States, uh, several cyclones in India. I mean, we could just go on and look at how God has shaken the world and, and how governments are being shaken. Um, and all of this has been happening just like the Lord had told us back 20 years ago. It's always going to happen. And uh, then he says, and I will shake all nations so that the treasure of all nations shall come in. Now, that's what we're looking for. And that's what we're waiting for. You know, this was one of the big promises that led us to work with uh, the current developer. And uh, and if this thing goes forward, and there's still a big question about that in one sense. But if this thing goes forward, it will be God bringing the wealth of the nations of those who do not know the Lord into the house of the Lord to bring prosperity into the Lord. Uh, and already, uh, if you think about the last year since COVID, we have been sustained as a church by the wealth of the nations. 
It was the money that came from the developer back in February of, of 2020 that sustained us throughout this pandemic time and is still sustaining us. And it's the rights of light money that they gave us that still gives us a sense of confidence because we have reserves. If everything falls apart, we've already been taken care of, at least for the time being. Now, and this is the Lord. It's the doing of the Lord. It's not because we look good. It's not because I'm a great preacher. It's not because we got a great building. It's simply because of the Lord. And God is going to fill our house with glory. Now, the house is, yeah, city temple. But remember, city temple is the people. It's not the building primarily. So God is going to fill and has been filling city temple with his glory. That's a promise. The silver belongs to God and the gold belongs to God. So God's saying, hey, church, don't sweat the money. I own the money. It's my money. And rest in me. Rest in me. And here's the key promise for City Temple. The latter glory of City Temple shall be greater than the former glory of City Temple. You know, it's tempting all the time to look back and say, well, gosh, in the time of Joseph Parker, when the church built on the site it's at now, you know, how he filled the building uh, every week, a couple of times a week. Or a lot of people go down to the time of Leslie Weatherhead in the last uh, century and how when the new city temple opened on Holborn Viaduct, we have pictures of people queuing around the block just to get in. And we think, wow, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But the Lord says, the latter glory of this house shall be greater than the former. I remember 10 years ago, we had a, um, uh, had um, <clears throat> a great South African evangelist whose name is escaping me right at the moment. Karen will probably put it up in the chat uh, here. And uh, he gave an altar call. And he said, you know, guys, I'm going to pray for every single person who wants to be prayed for. Now, the church was Angus Buchan. The church was absolutely packed to the rafters. And we had people who were in their pajamas at home watching online, who got in their vehicles and drove as fast as they could to the church and queued up, the queue extended outside the building for people to get prayed for. And this one was for the glory of God. It wasn't for the glory of some preacher. So, you know, this is a promise of God. And in this place, in the church, in our midst, God is going to give his shalom, his well-being, his peace. That's more than just peace as we know it. That is healing and wholeness and well-being in, in, in all of its splendor. So these are God's promises that he spoke to City Temple 20 years ago. In, well, 21 years ago now, excuse me, in July uh, of 2020. Uh, and I believe that this word is still true. You know, God has not forgotten City Temple and God has not forgotten 
his word to us. And I think God is saying, and has been saying, that he will have a victorious and pure church. And we're going to be that. We're going to be that. But, I mean, that's what God said 21 years ago. What is he saying now? And so I want to give a few things that I feel like the Lord has, has been saying. Uh, some of these came from that day back in August. Uh, and most of them came from today. And the whole format came from today as I was seeking the Lord. Um, I was a bit nervous about what the Lord would say. And I'm still a bit nervous because he might give you some words that he wants you to share after I'm done sharing. But whenever the Lord speaks to you and he says, I want you to share whatever it is I tell you to share. Uh, that's a little nerve wracking because you don't quite know what God's going to tell you to share. And so that can be a little scary as it is. And just because, you know, I've walked with the Lord now for what, 46 years uh, or so, give or take, uh, can't count. Uh, I'll resist making any jokes about having COVID. But uh, um, when you've walked with the Lord for a long time, you, you kind of think, oh, you know, he's been almost five decades with Jesus. Um, why, uh, why would he get nervous? And I tell you, it's because I know the Lord that I get nervous. Uh, but I, I got stories to tell you, but I won't do that tonight. So uh, anyway, <laughs> so let me get in to some of the things that the Lord, I think, is saying to us. Uh, the first one I'm quite nervous about, because as I mentioned, uh, the whole situation with the developer is still not set in stone. We're still going round the houses. They're still saying to us that they're going to start in February, but they have still yet not gotten, gotten their funding in order. And so, you know, it's left us with a quite a bit uncertainty and quite a bit uh, of annoyance. Uh, we've actually sent, sent a note now to them threatening that we will terminate the contract that we have with them for cause because right at the moment they owe us about 430,000 pounds. So that's something to be praying about. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> that's a large amount of money, obviously. Um, and so, so, so with that caveat, I'm going to tell you what I think the Lord has said and what I think the Lord has told me actually more than once now. And so I'm going to go in, I'll quote, and then if I need to comment, I will. Uh, so I felt like the Lord said, the work on the building will begin in February and you will have confirmation soon. Now, let me pause there. You all understand that, you know, the Lord's definition of soon and our definition of soon is often quite different. Now, I figured it out one time. Peter says a day with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years. A thousand years is like a day. So if the Lord says, I'll be with you in a minute, that's six months. So, you know, it's just something to keep in mind. Uh, but 
That's his promise. And and the time really is running out uh, for them to either make do on the commitment or move forward. And we'll be talking about that at the church meeting in October. So let me get back to the word. The work on the building will begin in February. You will have confirmation soon. I have provided all you need for this season, but I will give you more resources than you need so you can serve more people. Continuing with the quote. Everything is happening in my own timing. I am not slow as some understand slowness to be. I know your frustration, but rest in me. You will see how my timing is perfect and leads to maximum blessing. I know your frustration. Hold your nerve and stay the course. Now, close quote there. Just a brief comment. We have seen how God's timing has been perfect so far. Uh, if we would have started the work in January of 2018, as originally predicted, we would have finished the work and been in a brand new building in January of 2020, only to have lockdown in March of 2020 and be completely unable to pay our bills because we'd have no revenue stream and we would have used up all our reserves. So it's God's grace that we've had this timing. If they would have started in 2019, like we were trying to push them to start, then they would have finished the project before a side agreement that we had with them uh, that brings an extra 200,000 pounds to the church would mature, which it did in May of 2021, which means that they owed us, now owe us 200,000 more than they would have owed us if they'd finished the job a year ago. If we would have gone uh, left the building last November and moved to the Lumen building as was planned, we discovered that the Lumen building needed some sig significant work to it. So most of last year, this past year, we would have been in another construction site with the Lumen building and it wouldn't have been fully functional for us. But now the Lumen building is still available and we should still be able to use it, but now it's fully repaired and ready to go. So time after time, God's been showing his timing and grace to us, but boy, it's been frustrating. That's why I think the Lord said a couple times here, I know your frustration. Okay, back to the quote. Despite the apparent delay in the building work, I will bring City Temple into the season of multiplication beginning in June 2022. I will give CT a diversity of people resources as she has never had before. Close quote. Now remember, we've been in prophetic seasons since I first came here. Uh, the first prophetic season, uh, which was uh, six years, went from... Uh, uh, it was about six, seven years, excuse me. Well, that would have been from 2001 to 2008. 
was the season we call the difficult time. From 2008 to 2015, we've been in a season called the time of testing. From 2015 to 2022, we're in the season called emptying out. And then from 2022, hopefully for at least seven years, if not longer, we'll be in the season of multiplication. And I think the Lord is telling us that this season is still going to commence around next June, uh, just as he promised us it would, even if we're not yet in the building, because the multiplication has never been about the building. It's about us as the church. And I think God is going to bring even a more diverse group of people and a, a more diverse group of talented people than we've ever had before. So that's that. That's the word. Okay, now let me continue with what the Lord was saying. I haven't changed my mind about City Temple. For a season, CT has not been the church that the world has wanted. But it will become the church the world and London needs. Do not look at other churches. Do not compare yourself to them. You are my unique creation. People have recognized this over the centuries. You have always been out of step with other churches, which is part of your calling. You only fail when you seek to emulate other churches. Rejoice in who you are. Rejoice in your difference without arrogance or greed. Close quote. Now, that last phrase is still confuses me uh, without arrogance or greed. I understand the arrogance. I'm not totally sure about the greed, uh, but we'll see. I mean, City Temple has always been a generous church, and so we've always sought to give ourselves away. Uh, and we keep doing that. Um, we've even been generous toward the developer and toward those who owe us. We still show generosity. Um, so... You know, for the last 60 years, City Temple really hasn't been the kind of church the world wanted. You can look back from, say, 1800 to 1960. And for those 160 years, City Temple was pretty much uh, the kind of church that people wanted to go to. That's why it grew so large under the ministries of John Clayton in the early 1800s, then Joseph Parker when it, you know, really ballooned, and then also with Leslie Weatherhead when it was quite huge as well, uh, as well as having a, a global influence under both Parker and Weatherhead. And so it really expanded, but that's largely because it was really what the world wanted, what the world needed, and they needed to hear the gospel. It, that's not saying it was a worldly church. It just was in step with the times. But since, uh, since really the mid to late 1960s, we haven't been. Uh, and of course, the declining numbers in the church has, has shown that. I mean, the church really first began to decline quite rapidly back in the early 1960s. And by the way, several people predicted that that would happen if we stayed on Holborn Viaduct. So it's really not a surprise that we got small. And it's not a surprise that our building became what 
uh, some call a white elephant. That is, you know, something that's pretty big and it just doesn't doesn't suit the times of the congregation anymore. Uh, both those things were prophesied, were predicted, although I don't think they would say it was prophecy. Uh, but God's saying, you know, uh, I'm not changed my mind. You're not you're not the 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 church that the world has needed, but you will be the church the world needs into the future. So this something is coming up, and I think it's going to happen with the, the time of multiplication. And people recognize that City Temple is a totally unique congregation. I mean, nobody in the URC thinks City Temple is a typical URC church. Um, nobody thinks City Temple is a typical City of London church. Uh, we're not a typical charismatic church or typical evangelical church or typical any kind of church. We're kind of our own unique deal, and thank God for that. And I think God is saying, that's that's it. That's who we are. We just rejoice in that. So let me continue a bit more uh, to go. Um, so here's the Lord speaking again. Listen, listen in your spirit. There are those that I have knit together with this church. You will know it if you listen, these must these people must double down on their commitment and faithfulness. Even if you're not knit together with this church, you may still prosper here. Link yourself with the grace upon these people of mine. No, and I would encourage you, the Lord is saying to, to you. There, there are some people that God has said, I'm knitting these people together like this. And those people will find it hard to leave City Temple ever, uh, but at least in the near future. Uh, and so if you're that, if you're one of those people, the Lord will show you if you listen. And if you are, he's just saying, make sure that you stay committed and make sure you stay faithful Double down on it. Uh, but he's also saying, what if you don't hear that? You know, what if you think, well, I'd, I'd like to dip in and out of City Temple or I'm around City Temple, but I have another church that's my primary church home. That's perfectly fine. Uh, the Lord is saying, you know, even if you're not in it together, you can still prosper at City Temple. Uh, just link yourself with the grace of God on the church. Okay, now. Now God got a little personal here with me in this next section here. Um, and uh, I'm just to let you know, I've done business with God. But uh, here's the next bit of what I th thought the Lord said. The ministers of City Temple, that's the historic ministers. The ministers of City Temple have wasted too much time doing things they were not called to do. They have wasted time in fruitless activities in the name of ministry. They have responded to the tyranny of the urgent. They have received my vision, but determined to fulfill that vision in their own strength. Many things you think are important are not important. And then here's the extra personal bit. You must hold Rod accountable to that to which I've called him. 
So, and, you know, part of this, I hesitated a little bit on this word because I don't ever want to prophesy out of my own spirit or my own heart. But, you know, the, to me, the word was self-authenticating uh, just because when I went through the files of the church last year in advance of the clearing out, uh, I just discovered reams of absolutely senseless paperwork. You know, this paper, the amount of paper that previous ministers had produced, all of which really amounted to nothing. Almost all of it was simply destroyed. It wasn't historic records. It wasn't important. Uh, and so I, I see that. Um, the Lord has also been speaking to me personally about not wasting my time. Um, and that's been a problem with me. Um, and so anyway, uh, but you can look at the history too. I, I don't, I'm not going to spend a lot of time with that. Uh, but I mean, this is a challenge. I, I do believe it is from the Lord and it's a challenge for you to hold me accountable to those things that I'm called to do. You know, and I, I share a lot, uh, in Timothy, you know, the Lord, um, oh, Okay. Um, all right. Um, I forget uh, which Timothy it was in the beginning. Paul has a reference to how God, God has called him to be a preacher, a teacher, and an apostle. And really, I think that that's God's call on my life, of uh, the key things. Now, by the way, apostle, don't get into your mind what most people think of as apostle or what most people call apostles today. Most uh, people that people are calling apostles today, they're not apostles. They're just superstars that have a platform um, and people like them. Uh, and so they have nice clothes and, uh, and a, a good house. And so people think that, oh, we should follow them. Don't listen to it. Uh, if you want to hear more about apostles, read Second Corinthians, along about chapter 11, I think is probably a good chapter. Um, and then, okay, let me continue. Uh, with City Temple, I am well pleased. And then finally, in this word, uh, the Lord wanted me to read Revelation chapter 3, verses 8 to 11. These are the words to the church in Philadelphia, but I think they're God's word to us as well. I know your works. Behold, I have set before you an open door, which no one is able to shut. I know that you have but little power, and yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. Behold, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan. And by the way, I know who that is, but I'm not going to say it out loud so it's recorded. I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews and are not, but lie. Behold, I will make them come and bow down before your feet, and they will learn that I have loved you. Because you have kept my word about patient endurance, I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world. And gosh, by the way, folks, yeah, okay, we've had COVID 
and I went through a lot of junk. But you know how much God has spared us as a church? And do you know, we've actually increased as a church over the last two years. So God has done some amazing things, and we've not seen the beginning of all that God's going to do because we've not seen the beginning. This is just the beginning of some of the turmoil. Uh, so I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world to try those who dwell on the earth. I am coming soon. Hold fast to what you have so that no one may seize your crown. I mean, this is a powerful word to us. So what I want to do, just like I did last week, I'm going to go back and just without comment now, reread what I sense the Lord was saying so you get it all together. The work on the building will begin in February. You will have confirmation soon. I have provided all you need for this season, but I will give you more resources than you need so you can serve more people. Everything is happening in my own timing. I am not slow as some understand slowness to be. I know your frustration, but rest in me. You will see how my timing is perfect and leads to maximum blessing. I know your frustration. Hold your nerve and stay the course. Despite the apparent delay in the building work, I will bring City Temple into the season of multiplication beginning in June 2022. I will give City Temple a diversity of people resources as she has never had before. I haven't changed my mind about City Temple. For a season, CT has not been the church that the world has wanted, but it will become the church the world and London needs. Do not look at other churches. Do not compare yourself to them. You are my unique creation. People have recognized this over the centuries. You have always been out of step with other churches, which is part of your calling. You only fail when you seek to emulate other churches. Rejoice in who you are. Rejoice in your difference without arrogance or greed. Listen. Listen in your spirit. There are those that I have knit together with this church. You will know it if you listen. These must double down on their commitment and faithfulness. Even if you are not knit together with this church, you may still prosper here. Link yourself with the grace upon these people of mine. The ministers of City Temple have wasted too much time doing things that they were not called to do. They have wasted time in fruitless activities in the name of ministry. They have responded to the tyranny of the urgent. They have received my vision, but determined to fulfill that vision in their own strength. Many things you think are important are not important. You must hold Rod accountable to that which I have called him. With City Temple, I am well pleased. I know your works. 
Behold, I have set before you an open door which no one is able to shut. I know that you have but little power, and yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. Behold, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews and are not but lie. Behold, I will make them come and bow down before your feet, and they will learn that I have loved you. Because you have kept my word about patient endurance, I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world to try those who dwell on the earth. I am coming soon. Hold fast to what you have so that no one may seize your crown. Father God, we give you honor and praise and glorify you. Lord, if any of this is not from you, I pray that it would be forgotten. If this is from you, I pray that it would be confirmed and shown to be accurate uh, in your sight and with your people. We love you and praise you. And we thank you for City Temple. And I thank you for the calling you placed on my life to be here for these past two decades. And I don't know what the future holds, Lords, but I know you hold the future. And you hold the future of me. You hold the future of me and Karen of everybody connected with City Temple and City Temple itself. And Lord, I know that you have said in the past that uh, you have determined City Temple to be in the city of London and have established us there. And, will, and City Temple will always be a witness to Jesus Christ in the city of London. And we stand on those words that you've spoken tonight and the words that you've spoken in the past. And we give you all the praise and the glory now, Lord, we submit to this building redevelopment to you. We pray that you give the elders great wisdom over the next few weeks as negotiations occur. We pray that you would demonstrate to us clearly uh, what you want us to do with regard to the present developer. Uh, we pray, Lord God, that you would cause any hindrances to fall now in the name and authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we, we say to any demons that are trying to cause confusion or interrupt the redevelopment process in any way, shape or form or hinder City Temple from getting everything and more that God has determined. We say that any to any demon that stands in our way in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, especially the demon of Shiva, we say the Lord rebuke you. And Lord Jesus, we know that your glory shines and your glory shines over City Temple. So we pray for everybody who lives at City Temple, everybody who's a member and adherent of City Temple, everyone who's connected to City Temple, her elders and her leaders and Karen and me. We pray, Lord, for our health, our strength, our protection, that on our families as well in the name and authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I say, Lord God, to any demonic spirit that's trying to take hold of any family member of somebody connected with City Temple right now, in the name of Jesus, be released. In the name of Jesus, every demon must release the family member now in the name and authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we commit all this to you, uh, and you are God, and we walk in the authority of Jesus, and I pray, Lord, that Jesus' glory would shine forth from us to everybody. And we pray all these prayers, not only for us,
who are here in this meeting, but for everyone connected to City Temple, and even to everyone who hears this message uh, online. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.